This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. For some reason, I feel like it feels like it's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, even though we literally recorded last week. I don't know. And we're going to record again tomorrow because we have to get ahead on our podcast because we are going on vacation in a couple days, but... Yeah, here we are. (laughs) So this episode is going to be 20 things that we've learned in 20 years. I know people usually do this kind of, it's usually like a YouTube video, I feel like, and they do it like around their birthday, but you know, I couldn't come up with another idea, so that's what we're doing. (laughs) I know that, I mean, other people probably also come up with their own things, but usually when it's like a list of stuff like this or like, I don't know, I have a hard time coming up with stuff on my own. So I was asking Sierra because Sierra made her list before I did. We each have two different like lists of 20 things and I was like did you like look stuff up and like kind of say like oh I relate to that and then like use that for your list but we each came up with our own list well because I was like I can't look at someone else's I know they've learned in 20 years but I was like 20 things that's a lot it is hard to come up with some like some stuff so some of it is like more deep and you know I don't know what the word is but some of it's also like lighthearted, fun stuff that I like learned in 20 years And it's like, this definitely applies to us. Like, it's things we've learned in 20 years. Some of it's, like, more general, but then some stuff is, like, specific to me and, And I feel like some of it's kind of, like, lesson-based, kind of, like, I'll probably, like, say it and then, like, talk to you guys, like, why I think you should, you know, realize that if you haven't already or, I don't know. know. Yeah, we're just going to talk about the 20 things we've learned. But first, we're going to start off with our weekly spotlights. I'll go first because I feel like I always have you go first. Um, So I have like a two-part weekly spotlight. One, I'm excited that I'm finally getting getting over a cold. I feel like I've been sick this whole winter break, and that's very good because we're going on vacation soon. Like the last thing I wanted was to be sick. I just felt like I had a cold for like the past two weeks, and it's been annoying me so much, and I'm just glad that I'm finally like getting better. And then my second thing is I am so glad that we are still on winter break because Mm -hmm. people are like starting back. We're recording this on Monday. January 6th, and so there's a good chunk of people that, like, are starting back at classes for, like, this semester, and I'm just so glad we don't start for another two weeks. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, is that your weekly spotlight? Then? Yes. My weekly spotlight is just, I feel like I've had a lot of free time this past week. We finished recording videos for TC2, so I've been able to relax a little bit, and I want to highlight two of the things that I've been enjoying in my free time. Um, Megan and I have been watching a lot of Kendall Ray on YouTube. She does a lot of true crime, missing persons cases videos, and it really is just so, so interesting. interesting. So fascinating. It's such a good way to pass the time. And then I've also been playing more Big Fish games. We used to play those a lot when we were younger. I feel like I go in spurts and I'm back in one of my spurts. Um, I used to, like, I like to play the hidden object games because we've also been playing, like, some escape room games. The board game Unlock, it's like a card game, but it's like. But it's like an escape room. Yeah. It's super fun if you haven't played it before. It's and kind of hard like to figure rooms, out first, but it's very fun. So, I mean, that kind of just, like, since I can't do escape rooms all the time, like, Big Fish games, hidden object games kind of helps fill that void because I can download however many I want. Especially since we're going on vacation soon, like, we're going to be on trains and on planes, so I feel like it's helpful that we, like, rediscovered them and we can download some of those before we go on our trip. And then if we play them together, then we have, like, the more the merrier because mm-hmm. then we can just, like, use, Can you, I can do them on your computer, and then you can help me with, like, the ones I download on my computer, and we just have to make sure we download different ones. So that is it for our weekly spotlights. I quickly want to give a shout out to our merch. It is through Teespring. If you want to check it out, we have some stickers, two sweatshirt designs, a t-shirt, and you can click the link, I think, in the episode description or on our Instagram. So if you want to support the podcast, please check that out. We really appreciate it. And without further ado, we're going to get started on our list. So like Megan said, we do have two different lists, but I'm willing to bet that some of them are the same. So if we see like Megan does one that I have I'm gonna like I'll jump in and you know I'm interested to see what you have written down all right should I start yeah okay um my first one which I think you probably have is that family is the most important thing like ever see I thought about that but I was like that's too generic so I didn't write it down well I have some generic ones okay well I guess I mean I agree with that like we just are so lucky to have 
like, such amazing family. Like, even though our parents are divorced, like, you know, it's not, like, quite the picturesque, you know, thing when you picture, like, the perfect family. But, you know, both of our parents are really great, and we have great relationships with, really, oh my gosh, great relationships with both of them. We have the best grandparents ever, and we are so lucky that, like, all of our family is still around. And I think that when you come back from college, like, especially, like, just being away in general, or, like, if you live away from your family, like, when you come back and, like, are hanging out with them all the time, like, you realize, like, wow, I'm really lucky and, like, family is super important, like, one of the most important things. And so, yeah, I think that I've just been noticing that, too, and I'm, like, I have, like, the best family ever, and I am so grateful for all of them. And, like, one thing I want to point out, obviously, like, I don't have a lot of friends anyways, but... I think that more people should focus on splitting their time more evenly between their friends and family because I feel like the younger you are, you're like, I just want to go hang out with my friends, like, you know, do all that fun stuff. You have, like, a fear of missing out if you're not out with them. But, like, spend time with your family. They're important. Yeah. All right, my first thing is that high school and college are not the best years of your life. Just because I feel like that's something, and I know we're not technically done with college yet, and then we still have grad school, blah, 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 but I feel like um for me personally I just see my life beyond being in school and like I picture that just being so much better like I'm finally going to be fully in charge of my time and my day and like in a way I know you still have to spend a bunch of time like at your job but like I'm choosing the job that I am wanting to pursue and then like I think about having like a family later on like I just I think that a lot of times when people say like oh high school and college are like the best years of your life and then being in high school and college and being like this is it like this is the best years of my life like it's all downhill from here, and, like, me and Sierra aren't, like, probably, like, peaking in high school or college by any means, and so, like, I feel like it's not helpful to say that for people that feel like they're not living, like, the typical high school, college experiences and feel like they're missing out on a lot, mm-hmm. I but agree with that. to each their own. I didn't have that written down, but I've thought about that before, too, because you, I hear people say that, and I'm just like, really? Like, you think that you're, the best time of your life was between the ages of 18 and 22? Like, you have literally like 60 years left of your life, you know, after that, if you're lucky. And so I'm like, I oh God, I hope not. I hope not. And I mean, I just pictured like having a family and all that stuff being like the best time of my life. So. All right. That was what my first one was. Okay. Got um, a long list. If you- <laughs> this one's pretty short. Um, caffeine has no effect on me is what I've learned because I can have Coke literally any time of the day. I'll like, I have like a literally like nighttime drink or something. Last night. You know, if I go to a movie or something, I'll get a Coke, obviously. Like, it literally does not affect me at all. I don't have that, but I do have Coke is better than Pepsi, but Wild Cherry Pepsi is better than Cherry Coke. I agree with that. I, we've talked about that before. I don't know what it is that the Cherry Coke, it's good, but it tastes, tastes kind of medicinal, whereas Wild Cherry Pepsi is just great. Really good. Highly recommend. Even <laughs> though I'm a Coke person, I would recommend Wild Cherry Pepsi. Um, okay, I'll go to number two. I don't, we're kind of, like, just bouncing around now. Um, dual credit classes are way better than AP, and I will shout that from the rooftops. You want to talk about why? So, here's the thing, and this is if you're in, like, high school right now, junior, senior, maybe sophomore, um, just, you need to think a little bit more when you're planning your schedule out for high school. Be realistic. So, for example, if you're going to college and, like, yes, you can take classes so you don't have to take them in college, but, like, let's also think about this for a second. Because a lot of times people are like, let me just overload in high school, and then, like, that's just what they think. Like, I'll overload in high school, and, like, I'll get a bunch of credits for college. Now, let's think think realistically here. Um, If you get a bunch of credits, because I literally know friends that have two years' worth of college credits. That's a lot. And, like, actually, like, two years' worth where they could theoretically graduate college in two years. And maybe... You know, this depends on the person, but, like, do you want to graduate college in two years? Most people are going to say no, because who's mature enough to, like, actually join the real world or go to grad school after just two years of college? Not a lot of people. And so then you're still going for more time, just, like, anyways, and still paying for that in addition to having it overloaded in high school. And maybe you were stressed in high school because you were overloading, and now you're like, that doesn't really make sense, I didn't have to do that. And then if you're taking an AP test, then that's on top of that, and you might not pass the AP test. And blah, blah, blah. Whereas, like, if you do dual credit, which I know not all schools have this, and it depends on the school you go to, but I think more and more are getting the dual enrollment stuff. And so, if you take it, it's literally like you're getting the credit for the class at, like, a community college, and then that transfers no matter what, at least to in-state. I'm not 100% sure how it works, but for the most part, just take dual enrollment classes over AP and stick with that. Yeah, I agree with that. 
I think we've said that before, and, like, I know AP is different. Like, if you are going to apply to out-of-state schools, that's when you're probably going to have to do AP because, you know, community college stuff doesn't always transfer out-of-state. But if you know that you're applying to in-state schools, take a look at if you're... You don't even have to do it through your school. You can sign up through a community college on your own. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to do that as opposed to, you know, others, like AP stuff, like, I just think that would be better. So, Because that's why a lot of people are like ask how we graduate early and we've only like we've never taken a single AP test yeah it's because of dual enrollment we had one year's worth of college credits and then I mean (laughs) yeah that's all we needed if you graduate in four years now we graduate in three we've had to take like I've had to take two outside like two summer classes um one I technically shouldn't have had to have taken because I shouldn't have taken one of my other classes that I took but that's besides the point um so yeah it wasn't like too much extra work to graduate in three years. And you just I have to be really strategic with how you plan stuff out. Like freshman year of college, I was planning out my schedule based on my degree audit for like the next four years to make sure I could graduate in three years without like, messing up. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I'd recommend honestly just taking your gen ed classes in high school because those are the easy ones. And I feel like it's just it's trickier better to, to take the harder classes. Or, okay. You know, take this with a grain of salt, but I would rather, since I'm a science major, take my science classes at the university that I'm getting the degree from. Because sometimes it gets a little wishy-washy with what grad schools would accept. Do they accept AP? Do they not? Does your science class you're taking in high school count for the same class you're supposed to have for grad school or for your degree? Like, it gets a little confusing, I think, so I wouldn't want to mess that up, and so I would just recommend taking the gen eds, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, my next one, health is wealth, because... And I said when I was writing this down, I was like, your body is literally like your vehicle in life and you have to take care of it because like if you don't work out or if you don't eat healthy and you know, you get arthritis down the line or there's just so many things that could happen. Like if it like if it affects your way of moving, like how can you move throughout life? Like and that's again, like why we're going to physical therapy. Just like I think it's so important because like that is how you live is like. In your body. Spread the message. So. Um, so I have, let's see. I have one that's like somewhat related to that, but not really, but I'll say that anyway. So I said, it's hard to eat healthy, but it's easy to work out because that's my personal experience. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just another simple one that I wrote down. Maybe you guys can relate, but I recognize that and I try my best to just encourage myself to eat healthier when I can and like be more conscious of how I'm eating, but... It's not always easy for me, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, the next one that I have is, you'll feel a lot better going to bed uh, earlier, which, trust me, I still have issues with this, but, like, literally every single time I go to bed, like, I'd say 10 o'clock is honestly, like, early for me. I'm just like, wow. And then I great. wonder why I don't keep doing and that. I think an issue is that I think, oh, I'm going to miss something, you know, yeah. whether it's on social media or, you know, in a show I'm watching, and I'm like, you literally don't miss anything. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, Okay, cool. Like, I'm caught back up. And so I should start doing that more, but I still struggle with it. I said there's a difference between spring water and purified water. And anyone that wants to fight me on it, I'll win. I can easily tell the difference between spring water and purified water. I literally used to, like, gag if I drank spring water or purified water because spring water is so much better. Um, But I'm less likely to do that now because I think I've drank more purified water and it's, like, not that bad. But I can still tell the difference. Yeah, I agree with that. I also like our dad has purified water and there's like, like a distinct aftertaste yeah but it's not as gross as it used to be i used to literally be like repulsed yeah by purified water i think aquafina is disgusting though and that's purified water it's still gross i haven't had that in forever um the next one that i have is that you will never regret traveling i have something i guess i said i reworded it and said i'd rather spend money on experiences rather than material items mm-hmm. like i just think you know when you're spending money to go on a trip you're like ouch like this kind of hurts but once it's all said and done, like, I don't think about it and I don't regret going at all. And I'm like, wow, that was money well spent. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things where it's like material items all the time. You're going to be like, oh, I shouldn't have spent money on that. Or like, you literally buy something and you never wear it again. You're like, that was a waste of money, blah, blah, blah. Or like, I wore this one time. And traveling, like, you go, you spend, you know, probably a lot of money because that's just how traveling works. Unless you're really, you know, sleuthy and you can figure out really good deals and stuff. But all is, like once all is said and done, you traveled, you did the experience, and you can't regret it. Usually, I feel like you just are like that was such a great experience, and yeah. So, if you want to make sure you're not regretting how you're spending your money, um, I'd always recommend. I don't think anyone ever regrets traveling. All right, next thing I had was 
Um, as you grow up, you feel like you're getting more mature, but you don't really feel like you're growing up. Like, you don't, like, I still feel, I joke about this because, like, I feel like everyone jokes about this, but in some ways, I still feel like I'm 12 years old, and, like, I, you know, just... Not 12, maybe, like, 16. Maybe 16 years old or something. Like, it's just, you know, I'm 20 years old, but, like, I feel like I haven't, you know, grown up, I guess. Like, it's just, like, oh, I have to start doing this stuff, I have to start doing this stuff, but I feel like such a child still, I don't, like, I don't know how else to word it other I, than I that. mean, I feel that, too, and, like, maybe other people, like, don't feel this way, but I feel like honestly a lot of people do because they're like I'm 30 years old and like how did that happen (laughs) like yeah and then as far as like you still get more mature like I'm not the same person I was when I was 16 or in high school or even like maybe freshman year in college like I feel like I am so much more mature but I feel like your mindset is still kind of like I have my whole life ahead of me and like I'm unstoppable so yeah that's what I had written down um the next one that I have um sports are the greatest thing ever. Why did I, I have that written down too? I think that like, no, like I literally have a great way of connecting people. See, I wrote that down too. <laughs> That's such a random thing that we both wrote down. Because I have like three reasons. One, I took a whole class about this, and I was just like, "Wow, that is crazy that sports can be like a vehicle for." Here's like, what I said: political sports statements. are very fun to watch, and they bring people together like few other things. Yeah, and then I also had like gymnastics has obviously been such a huge part of our life, and we've met so many like great friends and coaches that we're gonna like literally have for like the rest of our lives it's provided us so many opportunities as far as youtube and like also just big hawkeye football fan and with any like college or pro sports or, like team. i'll watch literally any sports pretty much like the olympics around with like either it's winter or summer like i'll watch almost anything that's on tv just to like be watching the olympics the mm-hmm. whole time like i used to make fun of curling i'd watch curling now like i just i think it's so cool and like sierra said like she took a whole class on literally like the sports and what it means as far as like global relations and stuff and it's just like you don't realize how impactful and like how much it brings people together and like, and, like creates it's so ingrained countries in and it's just neat to see and it's like football is like american culture like baseball is american culture it's just neat that like it's such soccer, a huge impo- like it's a huge me. important part of different countries and what they like, do soccer started in the uk but now it's like spread to you know it's huge in south america and like in- like watching you know i remember france a couple years ago like winning the world cup and like you see videos of people like celebrating in the streets That's it's just like the coolest thing. thing ever so i just and, like those it. people don't have anything in common except for like they're all rooting for this one thing and you know like high five people you've never met before like it's just so cool i love sports mm-hmm. okay um things are never as hard as they seem once you start doing them True. Just honestly relatable to anything you are, like, pushing off and not wanting to start. It could be me editing a video, and then, like, I started editing a video last night, and I'm like, that was not that difficult. Or it could be, I remember when, like, our applications for PT school started opening up, and, like, I just didn't want to do anything, but as soon as you start typing away, like, it gets easier. It really applies to anything. Or, so, like, cleaning your room, you're like, that's going to take me forever to clean my room, and then it's done, you're like, Or, like, oh, packing for wow. a vacation. It's just anything. You just have to start and it just gets easier. Literally, like, I was been putting off packing for our Switzerland trip because I was like, I don't want to do it. And I, like, threw my suitcase down, started putting things away, and it took me, like, 15 minutes. So, things, you just need to start them. I've heard of, like, it's, like, the two-minute rule or something where it's, like, if it can take you uh, less than two minutes, just do it right now. And then if it takes longer than two minutes, do two minutes worth of work. But then it's, like, supposed to trick you. Be like, you've already started, so you're just going to keep going. So, I should just start doing things instead of being, like, later. Start living more in the present, less procrastination. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, I think, has really helped me within, like, the last, I think, year, year and a half. But it's, at the end of the day, the life that you have on the internet doesn't really matter. And I think this is especially true for us because we, like, have such a huge presence online, and that's our job right now. And so, like, when our YouTube kind of started to, like, not perform as well as we were hoping it would, like, it really, really bothered me i think it's because when you have a job where it's on social media i don't think that i'm like vain and like as far as like i need to get this many likes or this many likes but when you're comparing it to how you've performed in the past it really is like from a business standpoint it feels like you're failing or it feels like and like you are your business so it's like people don't like me anymore like that's how it starts to feel so mentally it's not healthy and i think that's why we've always been like I love doing YouTube and, like, we love making videos. Like, to be honest, I feel like in some way, shape, or form, I'll always be, like, feeling like I need to be recording stuff, videoing stuff for, like, my own self and, like, maybe making videos out of things like that. Um, Especially, like, if I'm traveling in the future, like, I don't know how long we're going to keep doing YouTube or, like, 
if it's just going to always be a thing present in our lives. But people always ask us, like, especially in college, like, why don't you just keep doing YouTube? Why are you trying to do other things? And it's like, because I don't feel fulfilled in just doing YouTube. Like, I feel like I want to reach more people and, like, live a more purposeful life than what we're doing on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many people who do YouTube, and, like, that's great that they're, you know, helping their audience in certain ways, but I don't see, like, being fulfilled and just, like, showing my life. Like, that doesn't fulfill me, and, you know, I like doing gymnastics videos and cheer videos that we do for TC2 for entertainment, but I don't see myself, like, as an entertainer, and so, like, I see myself helping people, and I know you can say, like, YouTube, you know, helps you or helps people that watch in certain ways, but, like, I want to help make a more meaningful difference, and I think that PT is something that does that, and I mean, honestly, since I've stopped caring as much, like, I still care, obviously, I want our videos to perform as well as possible, but I've stopped letting it reflect on me, and I'm just like, you know, it doesn't really matter, because I have a life that I'm building outside of the internet that, like, this doesn't matter, so mm -hmm. it's really helped me personally, because yeah. I used to really be like, it, it used sucks. to really get us, and like, if a video wasn't performing, well, then it would just be, like, all we could think about, and then you start thinking about having to plan next week's video, and you already, like, feel just worse about it, and so I feel like we've been in a much better headspace, and it's been a lot better for us. Okay, next thing I have is that chem labs are the worst labs in college. <laughs> Changed my mind. I hate chem labs so much. I literally, the first two labs that I had, I had an allergic reaction to my goggles, and I literally looked like I was high for, like, a week straight because my eyes were, like, bloodshot, so... I have a picture of that saved on my Snapchat memories because that was fun. I also agree that chem labs, I mean, first semester especially, that was our first college lab ever. I mean, first lab ever. I never took labs You go in into school. a chem lab, and again, like, me and Sierra never took any AP classes where you probably have at least some lab experience, and we were just thrown into a lab, and we were like, they were like saying, do this, do this, do this, here's this object that has a specific name that you've never heard of in your entire life, and you're supposed to be using that, and it was like um wait stop mm -hmm. what are we doing I'm like I sweat when I'm nervous so like literally before every single live I'd be like standing in the hallway like sweating me, like <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my god I don't want to do this and it's like okay it's just three hours so you're like you can do it just try your best and like it wasn't even like that bad like once you got into like the first few weeks like I would say first semester didn't get like that much better but <laughs> second semester luckily was in my opinion way better than first mm -hmm. semester chem lab and maybe that's just because we were used to it I don't know but yeah Mm -hmm. Physics lab, easiest easy. thing ever. Easy, easy, easy. Bio lab goes in waves. Mm -hmm. eh, just, you know, good labs, bad labs, just depends. And then anatomy lab, easy. I mean, the exams are kind of hard, lab. but like human, like human phys and anatomy, it was like, you get through it. Yeah. Human phys lab was easy. It was just annoying because the equipment like never, never worked. So, All right. So that was, uh, was that yours or mine? That was I just yours. said that. Okay. <laughs> okay. My next one. Dogs are truly man's and woman's best friend. I have black labs are the uh, best kinds of dogs. I agree with both of those. I was trying to make my list and I'm sitting upstairs by my dogs and I'm like, let me write that down. I mean, I also agree like labs are the best dogs ever because like, just like you can't name like a more perfect dog. They're like the I'm ideal convinced. dog. Like they're huge, cute. Not saying I will ever have any other kind of dog because I do love all dogs, but like they are probably just like the epitome of a perfect dog. And like for some reason, obviously like all dogs are cute, but, like, I don't think that, like, the small dogs that are, like, really, like, furry are, like, that cute. I don't know. I think we just, just have a, a special person. place in our heart for labs. All um, right. Do you want to go again? Because I just kind of jumped in with mine. Okay. Sure. I can go again. Uh, the next one that I have is I really, really like going out to eat. <laughs> Probably too much. Okay, here's... But I love the experience No, you know what it. I like? I prefer going out to eat for, like, casual food. Like, yeah, going out to eat... That's what I'm saying. Like, going out to, like, a nice restaurant's fine, but honestly, I don't prefer it nearly as much, especially portion size-wise. Whew, I can't eat large portions, and then I feel like I just wasted my money, and it's usually more expensive. But, like, me and Sierra are the queens of going to get lunch on campus, and it's just... Like, I'm that little lunch today. <laughs> that little bit of joy, like, lights my fire. <laughs> it lights the fire well, inside here's me. Here's the thing. You guys know, if you watch our videos, we tried packing lunch... Like, in those little containers, which was a great, like, option. Like, those containers were great. And it's not that I even, like, didn't enjoy the food that I was, that I was eating. But it's just, like, me going to like the mentally, library. It just and, doesn't like, feel... my food up. It doesn't light my fire. <laughs> and I just really, like, need that time, like, each day to, like, 
oh, I'm going and like getting lunch. And like, I just, the experience is like what gets me like going to a restaurant and like getting food made for you. And it's like usually better than what you would make. Like, (laughs) I just love it. Yeah, that is, that's my thing. I really do enjoy that. Okay. And honestly, I'm willing to spend my money on that because I don't buy a lot of things. So that's usually like what I spend money on the most. And I'm fine with that. All right, I have Snapchat is not my preferred method of communication. I should write something like that down, but I didn't. I just feel like, I mean, honestly, like, I only ever Snapchat, literally only ever Snapchat Sierra, Haley, and Maggie. And that's just because sometimes Snapchat is, like, easier if I'm trying to, like, take a video of something funny and, like, send it. It's easier than doing, than sending a video through text. But other than that, like, I'm not the type of person that wants to have a whole conversation on Snapchat. Do you guys want to know what my Snap score is? Like... It's laughable. I don't even... First of all, I don't know the last time I posted on my story. It's been for sure over a year, I think. My snap score is 12,382. Mine's 26,000. But, like, those are still both really low for having Snapchat since, like, middle school or whenever we had it. Like, just not... I don't post on my stories. I literally, like, like you said, I only send Snapchats to you, Haley, and Maggie. It makes me cringe. And I do Snapchat memories a lot, though. I like Snapchat memories. Yeah. It makes me cringe, and, like, to each their own, whatever. But, like, on TikTok, people will, like, show their Snapchat sometimes for whatever the trend they're doing. And it makes me cringe how much, like, how many Snapchats they have. Or, like... Or, like, Snapchat streaks. What are... Why? Maybe it's just a high school thing. I don't know. But, like, I know it's a college thing, too. But, like, why do people care to send streaks every day? Or, like, no offense, but people take videos of literally everything. And, like, I take videos, but, like, only of things that, like, I care to go back and look at. Like, I just know people, like, say, like, you know, random Snapchat things where it's, like, just random, like, videos. I don't know. There's just some people that are, like, always on their phone. Like, I'll see, like, you'll see one Snapchat and you'll see, like, everyone's recording, like, the same thing. And I'm just, like, chill. Like, put your phones down. I'm not trying to, like, preach, like, oh, my God, don't use your phones. Like, but I'm just, like, wow, you guys really trying to, like, record everything in your life ever. Sometimes I feel like other people would be so much better at better at being like a social media influencer than so? I, I am like I, I suck have, at Instagram I've been on break for two weeks and I haven't even thought about trying to get an Instagram picture well I've thought about it just well, I've like, thought about it but yeah. I'm like eh I don't care yeah. I'll be in Europe so I'll be posting a lot then yeah because I'm like I honestly won't be posting until I'm in Switzerland because like what else am I doing mm-hmm. nothing I thought about them before too we are like probably the worst like social media or, like social I think about posting people. on my story and I'm like and eh, do people care yeah. And I'm like, that's what social media is for, honestly. And I just am like, eh, whatever. I'm like, I don't even care. So I'm not going to post it. So. But then I'm like, I wonder why people like unfollow me because I don't post anything. Yeah. And then, then I, you do post something and they're like, mm, unfollow. Mm, I didn't follow for this. Okay. Um, that was mine. Okay. Um, my next one is people are not talking about you or thinking about you nearly as much as you think they are. I think this is, like, both for me and also just, like, I think I see other people all the time talking about, like, oh, like, they just want to, like, make them mad by, like, seeing you succeed or whatever. And it's, like, make who mad? You know what I mean? Like, I just think that people think other people People always like to make things about themselves. Yeah. And, like, why they're relevant, why other people care so much about them, especially if it's, you know, someone that they dislike. They feel like they have to be thinking about them, if that makes sense. I didn't follow what you were just saying, but, like... Because you were talking about, like... People always, like, being concerned with what you're doing. It's usually, like, people kind of project that onto someone they don't like. Yeah. And being, like, they are just, like, mad that I'm doing well, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, like, no, they're not. Like, think of, like, you personally. Do you think of other people that much? Mm -mm. Like, no, you don't. Maybe I'm just being selfish here. But, like, (laughs) I kind of focus on myself. And, I mean, this is something I could, like, take in a lesson in the sense of, like, you know, obviously I'm, like, shy. Like, I'm nervous of, like... You know, the being most more outspoken things. and stuff because I'm like, oh, what if people judge me? But, like, I need to get in my head that, like, literally no one cares what you're doing. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm still trying to work on. But I also thought that was relevant for people, like, always thinking that other people are obsessed with them when they're not. All right, this next one I have is super cliche, but I do think I'm probably more of someone that believes this than not. So I said things always work themselves out and everything happens for a reason. Because I feel like I do mostly agree with that sentiment and that even if you kind of feel like something bad happens and you have no idea why it has to happen, I feel like if you at least adopt that mindset, then you can, you can find, find a reason for anything, you know? 
I even like our parents getting divorced. I'm like, I feel like I have so much, a much better relationship with either of my parents individually now than I ever would have had if they were still married. And so it's just like, you have to find the meaning in whatever happens in your life and say, that's why this is the way it is. I agree with that because like you were saying, like, would it have been nice if our parents were married and like, we had like that nice picturesque family, you know, sure. But could that have had its own problems? You know, of course it would have. But like you said, I think them being separate and, like, being single parents, like, and communicating more with us definitely, like, helped build us, like, strong relationships between them. And, I mean, also, like, gave us the opportunity to get really close with our grandparents because when they divorced, like, we were being babysat by them all the time. And so, like, we're really close with our grandparents now. And, I mean, I'm sure we'd still be close, but, like, probably not as close if that yeah. wasn't the case. Who knows? Because we don't know. I mean, also, just, like, with grad school, I'm trying to, like, obviously I have my hopes of where I'm going to go. But I'm trying to be open-minded with wherever I go and saying, like, you know, wherever I'm going is where I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. And things will happen the way they're supposed to happen. And it'll be just fine. All right. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's cliche, but I think it's uh, something that helps you through a lot, even if you're kind of like, not everything happens for a reason, but let's just say it does. All right. The next one that I have is leggings are the best pants ever. And I can't believe it took me until middle school to start wearing leggings. I agree with that. I didn't even think about that. Like, leggings are my pant of choice 95% of the time. There are a few <laughs> stores that I can walk into and genuinely feel like I want to buy everything in them, but Lululemon is one of those stores. I could walk into, like, you know, Dry Goods or, you know, Altered State, American Eagle, whatever other stores, and I'm kind of like, mm, like, this is okay. This is fine. But if I walk into Lululemon, I'm just like, everything. Everything is perfect. I want everything. Like, I genuinely wear that stuff every single day of my life, and I'm just like, perfect. Absolutely perfect. And here's the thing. A lot of people will say, leggings aren't pants. And I agree with that sentiment to a certain extent. Depends on what leggings you're talking about. If we're talking about Target cloth leggings or Walmart cloth, like, like the cloth cloth leggings. You know what I mean? With, like, the scrunchy type waistband. Yep. Not pants. Those are sheer. You can wear them underneath stuff if you want. I also think that's kind of ugly, but that's my personal preference, <laughs> and I'm entitled to my own opinion. <laughs> but if you're getting athletic leggings that are not sheer, those Perfectly are pants. acceptable. Because you wear them to the gym as pants, therefore you can wear them out and about as pants. Would you wear Target leggings to the gym? I'm talking about, here's the thing. I'm not I know talking, there's Target, like, there's yeah. good Target leggings. I'm just, like, throwing Target under the bus for no reason. Probably more, like walmart leggings or something i don't know where you get those specific leggings that i'm thinking of like the ones you get in like a pack mm-hmm. <laughs> don't get those those aren't pants those are mostly for younger kids anyways so so it doesn't matter they can wear them as pants too if they're like babies doesn't matter <laughs> okay um what did, let's see what do i have what do i have okay i'm trying to think okay i like growing up in the midwest yeah yeah i mean I'm, i think it's just like the safety factor like this it's not like small town feel but it's just like a suburban area. I think I like growing up in, you know, suburbia or whatever you want to call it. Like, I could not picture growing up in a city or I just really like being able either. to experience, like, we experience all the seasons. It's not too big. It's not too small, at least, like, where we live. And I feel like you just kind of get to have, like, the freedom to do whatever you want. Whereas, like, if you lived in a big city, like, having to worry about getting places would be such a hassle. And, like, we don't have to worry about that ever. I'm, like, I can drive places. I have, like, the option to go so many places. I don't have to pay for parking, usually, which is, like, so crazy to think about how much you have to worry about parking in other cities. I mean, even, like, in different parts of Iowa or, like, you know, I'm sure other states, like, you have to pay for parking literally everywhere. But, like, in, not, like, Des Moines, because Des Moines more, you know, pay for parking. But, like, suburbs of but Des Moines. suburbs, like, parking lots are everywhere. You just get to park wherever you want for free. And it literally is so annoying when I'm in Iowa City and, like, I have to pay for parking way more. Yeah. So, yeah, I just like growing and up also just Midwest in the Midwest. Values. And I think, yeah, people are happier and just more positive in the Midwest and super nice. And I think that it just means that you get to travel to other places because, like, and it's more fun because you don't already live somewhere that's, like, super cool and, like, touristy. Mm-hmm. I you got to nice. go be a tourist at places. All right. The next one that I have is family can also be your friends. I was going to write that down, but I didn't. But I agree. And that's because I think, like, you, Haley, and Maggie are probably, like, my best friends, like, but you're my family, and so I feel like some people would be like, well, that doesn't really count, like, because you're family, but, like, why not? Yeah. You know? Like, because I know that you 
Haley and Meg, you're going to be like my bridesmaids at my wedding. And it's like, it's not just because you're my family. It's because you're like the people that are closest to me and you don't just like get a free ticket because you're my sisters. And like, you know, how some people, it's like some people maybe don't have like the closest relationship with their sisters, but like they'd be their bridesmaids anyways because they're their they're sisters. Like, yeah. And it's like you guys like earned your spot. So yeah. And I just think it's annoying because it's like downplaying like that you have friendships and like saying that they're not as valuable because like they were like you're born into them. Yeah. Like, you're built in. You still built that friendship. Like, I have plenty of cousins that I'm not that close with. But, like, with Maggie, obviously, like, we're very close with her. So, Mm -hmm. I think there's a difference. And I think that we've got, like, when we've gone to college, not that we weren't close with Haley before. Like, we were plenty close in high school. But I think that going to college, we've just, like, gotten closer. And so, yeah, we've built that friendship up even more, including our sisterhood. (laughs) Okay, I'm starting to run low on my list. Um, Next thing I have is... 12 hours is my max road trip time, at least, like, all at once. I've learned that. I've tested it. I've gone 26 hours in the car on the way back from Florida all at once, and I've realized I can't do that again. I really can't. So 12 hours is my max. That's kind of my limit, and if I have to do more than that, I'm going to have to be taking multiple breaks or we're flying. Yeah, I mean, that's also, like, you have to consider, that's you as a passenger. (laughs) Like, how much would you be willing to drive? At one time, probably not more than, like, five hours. Yeah. And I've never driven that far. Like, honestly, like, I've never even driven, like, half that far. Usually because me and Sierra like to drive together and we just, like, switch off. So we have the luxury of doing that. But, yeah, no thank you. Yeah, road trips can be fun, but they can also be a huge pain. Mm-hmm. All right. The next thing that I have is um, doing my hair is just like the most difficult thing in the world. And I can pretty much only put it in a semi-decent ponytail, straighten it, kind of, and curl it, kind of. Up until high school sometime, I had to do Sierra's hair for gymnastics practice. And like literally just a ponytail. Yeah. Like she would put my hair in a ponytail for me. And then at I one could. point I was like, Sierra... I think you this can learn how to do a ponytail, so... And even when I do ponytail now, like, we were just filming, and I was like, guys, is this, like, a fine ponytail? And you guys were like, uh... Sierra doesn't have very nimble fingers. Like, her trying to braid, like, she can braid, but it's like... I can't. Yes, you can. Well, like, I know how. But, like, her fingers, like, can't move in a way that, like, allows her to braid well. And so, it's just funny because, like, I'm not great at hair, but I think I do okay. And, like, in middle school, I definitely had, like, a hair phase, and, like, I always watch, like, people do their hair on YouTube, and, like... Blah, blah, blah. And so I definitely, like, learned how to do hair more than Sierra did. And so it makes me laugh when I watch her sometimes. I was, like, me, like, I was curling my hair or something, and I was, like, are you just, like, laughing at me right now? Like, I was just, like, kind of staring at her. I wasn't saying anything, but I was, like, just observing. And she could tell that I was, like, I don't know what you're doing, Sierra. (laughs) Or, like, you're probably better at it now. And, like, you don't straighten your hair as much anymore. But, like, Sierra used to, like, straighten her hair. But, like, she'd go so fast, like, just straighten, straighten, straighten. And then I'd be, like, she'd be, like, my hair's not straightening. I'd be like, I wonder why. You're not <laughs> going slow enough to let it straighten. You need to slow down. Um, so, yeah. I just It sometimes aggravates me, but, I, like, that also means, like, I have to have the patience to, like, help her, and I don't Well, then it aggravates her. me when you're, like, you're not doing it right. And I'm like, well, do you do you want to do it? Because... And then I'm like, no. <laughs> just learn how to do it. <sighs> okay. Um, let's see. I'm running low. How much do you have left? I literally have, like, three or four left. I have six. Oh, okay. So... What happened? I think I must have just been jumping in on some of the ones you had um let's see chick-fil-a is the best fast food place yeah any arguments there i don't think so i will say mcdonald's gets thrown under the bus way too much mcdonald's is good mm-hmm. and you guys are tripping if you mcdonald's is disgusting. in my top three fast food places they have good fries good pop because pop varies on the fast food place like noodles and company the one in iowa city has the uh Freestyle machine? Freestyle machine. I hate that machine. It makes Coke taste disgusting. Except I still get it. Still drink it? Still refill it? And, and that's that. <laughs> um, and then, like, the chicken nuggets are good. The fries are good. And Sierra usually gets a cheeseburger. And she gets the two cheeseburgers. At McDonald's. And then it's just classic. See, that's why I would say, like, I love Chick-fil-A. And it's probably, like, something I can get all the time. But at least McDonald's, like, there's some, like, choice there. I could get either, like, the chicken... Well, there's technically choice at either of the restaurants. But you can't get a burger at Chick-fil-A. I know. I don't like like chicken sandwiches. Those are gross. Yeah, I wouldn't eat a chicken sandwich. Change my mind. (laughs) Chicken sandwiches are not for me. I remember, like, in high school, like, I guess middle school, like, whatever school you go to, they have, like, those chicken sandwiches. And 
ugh, I just don't like them at all. So mm-hmm. I just get the chicken nuggets at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> That's all I've ever gotten. All right, the next one that I have is summer is the undisputable best season. I can't stand when people are like, no, winter is the best. No, fall is the best. First of all, does anyone ever say spring is the best? Because spring sucks. Spring is cold until it's warm. Yeah, and then it's summer. Mm-hmm. And, like, some people are like, no, fall is best because, like, the leaves are falling. And, like, football. Fall like, is only good I for like football. football. That's it. That's it. But, like, it gets colder. I don't like when it gets cold. Like, summer is the absolute best because it's, like, when you're on your break, it's warm. You can wear, like, you know, clothes that I think are, I think summer clothes are cuter usually than winter clothes because I'm not wearing sweatshirts and leggings mm-hmm. the entire time. Um, and, like, I just get to go to the lake. Like, there's so much more fun things to do, in my opinion. And so I just think it's the best. I think, I don't know why I said I think. My next one is everyone should grow up doing a sport or hobby that they are committed to. Yeah. I just feel like it's good to practice, not like, because I know a lot of people maybe like grow up doing a sport and then like maybe in the later half of high school they decide like that they're not like in love with it anymore. So I'm not like really talking about that, but I do feel like just like for a large part of your childhood, it's good to have yourself committed to something where you're like actively trying to improve and get better and be committed to something just because I think that like teaches good like values. I agree with that. And like, obviously I think it's good that you said like sports or other activities because like we've already talked about how much we love sports earlier and we think it's the best thing ever. Um, not everyone's into sports or can do sports. And so if there's any other hobby that you're interested in, whether it's theater, art, you know, instrument, I guess that's maybe like engineering, robotics kind of stuff, like whatever, finding something to improve upon because like improving is hard, you know? Yeah. And like, like building up your like want to improve, you know, and like just staying motivated, like yourself, I feel like it's just good to have later on in life so you're not lazy, honestly. Okay. This next one is kind of a long one, but I have that school is very important and I think it's more important than people give it credit for. Um, I have like a whole thing written down. So uh, I said that everyone complains about the education system, which I know it's not perfect, but everyone always complains about like, why am I learning, you know, calculus or the Pythagorean theorem? Like I'm not going to use that in my everyday life. And I think it's important to remember that we are all very lucky to have access to higher education, and I don't think you should necessarily try and learn things for the sake of knowing that you're going to utilize it in your future, but for the sake of, like, challenging your brain because they're difficult concepts, and, like, I think that's a good way of problem-solving and, like, learning along the mm-hmm. way because even if you're not going to use, you know, I'm not going to use physics that much probably, like, you know, especially, like, the electromagnetic stuff, like, I don't know, you know, but it was a difficult course, and... I, like, learned it. You're better for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, okay. I said for my next one, you're not going to get anywhere by complaining and not doing anything about it. Just because I feel like everyone loves to complain, even I love to complain, but it's one thing to complain and know that you're not going to ever try changing a single thing, but then it's another thing to complain while you're actively trying to fix the situation or at least try to improve it. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people complain about something consistently and, like, constantly, and you know that they're not doing anything to change it mm-hmm. because it's only going to stay the exact same. You're going, to, you're going to keep complaining about it, and something needs to change. Take some action. Try to figure out what needs to be changed, what you can do, what's in your power, and then work on doing that. Good tip. I agree with that. <laughs> I honestly think it's, like, really annoying. I'm not going to name names, obviously, but... I know some people in my life where I'm just like, okay, what are you going to do about that? (laughs) All right. The next one that I have is I don't believe in horoscopes or astrology. uh, And like, if you do to each their own, and I just don't think you should base your life off of, you know, what your daily or weekly horoscope says. However, I also wanted to point out that sometimes I look at my horoscope and if it's good, then I'm like, yay. But then if it's not good, I'm like, I don't believe in it. (laughs) So that's like, I just saw TikTok that was like genuinely funny. And it's like, when the devout atheists are, like, praying before they take their IP their AP test. And I thought that was funny because it was just, like, the concept was funny. But then what the top comment on it was, like, I do it just in case. Or, like, <laughs> I be, like, just in case. I just thought it was funny. So, astrology, I just, I fail to believe that the planets know more about your life than you do. So that's kind of where I'm at. I have two more. So my second to last one is, this kind of is, like, counterintuitive to what I just said, but I'll try and explain. 
So this says ranting is fun and helps you feel better afterwards. I, I think really hate when people are like when no, people don't, don't even speak like, any negative thoughts into the world. Yeah, I think that ranting is a little different than complaining because I feel like ranting is more like you complaining most likely about someone else in a situation where you don't really have that much control. Whereas like my other one, I was just talking about people complaining about things they have control about. I think ranting is healthy. It helps you express your emotions and vent. Like you get to feel better afterwards and feel like you at least least got to talk about what was bothering you. And I think that is a good thing. And here's the thing. You guys need to be careful with who you rant to. I only rant to Megan, Haley, and Maggie. And I know they're not going to tell anyone. They got my back. That's because like they're family. I think that's like a good reason to like have like your family as friends because you know, like they got your back no matter what. But obviously you have like, if you have friends that you can rely on, like I think it's fine to vent to them. I would just refrain from venting to a friend about a friend that they're also friends with yeah. because you know watch out dangerous but yeah i do think it's important i think it's unrealistic for people to say like no like just only put like positive energy into the world because like we're not all like happy positive perfect people like you you know you get annoyed and you want to tell someone about it so. i only have one more so i don't know if you like how many you have left or if you want to catch up at all this one is related to what i was talking about for my um weekly spotlight but escape rooms are the best activity <laughs> they are fun if i've never love done them one so much if you've never done one i mean you have to go to a good escape room we've been to one that literally was not good at all so if you have that experience try a different place but because i think we've gone to like four or five different ones probably four and they're all different there's definitely like a favorite and so try a couple out but like they're just such a fun activity and like if you really like the mental games like that it's or, really like, it fun. feels like you're, like, in a movie because, like, they're set up, you know, like, to make it feel like you're in, like, whatever scenario you're in. And I just think it's so fun. So, there's that. Um, next one I have, I think you'll probably agree with this. Talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, we already said this before in a podcast, but it really is just, like, I'm not someone that journals a lot. Journaling kind of, like, does the same thing as this. But if you're just someone that, like, can take a minute to, like, it's almost, like, just self-journaling. Like, it's, oh, like, like it serves that same purpose. In bed, like, at night, you can probably do this. Like, you probably do this without even, like, purposely realizing it. But I think more people do it than others. And I don't know. I feel like I'm always just talking to myself. And I think it's good to do that. And, like, it helps you reflect on, like, situations that you're thinking about. It helps you, you know, think about your future. Like, plan things out. I just think that, like... You like, this is what I remind myself, like, this is why I remind myself that, like, everything happens for a reason, or, like, any situation that ends up happening is going to end up being okay, and it's, like, reaffirming to yourself in whatever situation you're going through that it's going to be okay, and, like, reminding yourself, like, consciously of that, I think, is helpful. And, and something that I really like to do is do sort of, like, a check-in with myself every once in a while. If I, like, feel really stressed, I'll, like, think to myself, like, okay, list everything that's making you stressed right now, like, in your head. And, like, I just feel like sometimes it helps you break things down, break down how you're feeling and why you're feeling a certain way. And, you know, once you break down why you're feeling a certain way, you can approach that with a way of how to fix, you know. If I'm like, okay, I'm really stressed right now. Is it YouTube? Is it school? Like, you know, breaking that down mm-hmm. helps me figure out what I can do, what I can do to make a change. Okay. Do you want me to say my last one or do you have... You can say your last one. My last one, I wanted to keep it nice and simple, but I said a positive mindset can go a long way. That's good. (laughs) Just because I think that, I mean, obviously, you know, if you have, if you're in times where you're being, you're being more positive, you probably feel better than in times where you're being more negative. But like, there's so much psychologically like that goes on into that as well. And just like kind of the whole, like what you're putting out is what you get back mentality. And if you're focusing on the positive, then you're going to be more cognizant of the other good things happening to you. And if you're not focusing on the negative, you're not going to realize just little things that are annoying. And so I just think you have to put in a conscious effort to be more positive and to start thinking more positive. It doesn't just come naturally and you can still have those moments where you're annoyed, you want to vent, stuff like that, but you have to like consciously say, this is like a positive thing or like that's like just search for the good, I guess. Yeah, I think something related to that is do not let the little things bother you because if it doesn't matter, then like forget about it. This is, I think, kind of related to something I have actually next on my list. Um, Find a balance between a go-with-the-flow mentality and, like, structuring your life mentality. That's a good thing. Because I I think I'm actually pretty good, like, for our Switzerland trip, for example. We have, you know, our planes tickets booked, like, our hotels booked. We know where we're going to be for certain days. We have an idea of what we want to do for those days. But 
we are very much also just like when we're there we'll kind of figure it out and like we'll go to restaurants that we find like when we're walking like because I think that if you have enough structure to like kind of like be know where you need to be at certain times but like also you won't get upset if like things don't go exactly as planned like I just think it's if you have too much structure and things don't work you start getting stressed about it not going the right way like things being messed up and so even just like over break Megan and I have been going back and forth between our mom's and dad's house because obviously they divorced, so you know we've been going back and forth. And our dad will be like, "Are you at our like Are you at my house tonight? Are you at my mom's house?" And I was like, "Like I'm for me, I'm just kind of like I can do whatever." But for them, they're like, "Well, I need to know if I'm like making dinner for you tonight or if I can go do other stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, I don't care." <laughs> but I just think like. Having a good mix is very important because you don't want to be, like, so go with the flow that, like, you can't get anything done mm-hmm. or, like, decide to do anything because that's annoying. But, you know, you also don't want to be too structured where it's, like, if nothing, if something doesn't go according to plan, you, like, freak out. So, find a balance between those. And my last one is a simple one, and it just says uh, compromise and communicate with people because if you have issues with, you know, your friends, family, relationships, like... You can't just assume that they're going to read your mind, and you can't just, like, always do it, you know, one person's way over yeah. the other. I feel like I always try to, like, especially on the compromise stuff, like, I try my very best to say, like, there's people that, like, if you get into a slight disagreement or argument, um, there's people that are like, the type of people that just say, like, whatever, we'll just do it your way, and I try to be like, no, like, that. let's, like, I want to compromise. Let's try to, because, comp- like, you know that they're kind of, like, saying, no, we can do it your way, but, like, they're still, like, that's not actually how like they feel. they're still, like, resentful. And so it's, like, no, I don't want this to be an issue later down the line. Like, let's try to come up with a solution we both agree with. And, like, I'm willing to say, like, we don't know what that is right now, but we know we have to, like, try and come up with a compromise. And I also think that you can always agree to disagree with certain things. Like, we're all different people. We all have different opinions. You don't have to fully agree on everything with someone. And so just, like, stopping an argument and saying, like, fine, we can just But, like, disagree. genuinely meaning that you're moving on. Like, when I say, like, agree to disagree, I'm just like, honestly, I don't really care. Like, like let's just stop that. while we're ahead. So I just don't want to fight, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of mentality. And then communicating, like, this is something I probably have to work on a little bit more. But, you know, the only way you can talk to someone and figure out any issues is by communicating with them. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> who would have thought? All right. That concludes our 20 to 40 things that we learned in (laughs) 20 years, and I think that that was fun. That was a good, like, I think it just kind of captures our values. Some things were, like, just little meaningless things, but I think a lot of it covered what we both value and what we've learned in the past 20 years of our lives. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you want to tell us something that you think you've learned in your life, there will be an Instagram post on according to that you can comment on and let us know something that you've learned, whether it's serious or just kind of funny. Let us know. Whatever. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.